Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Tiffany. And today we are going to be going back to school and talking about some of our favorite books that we read throughout our school years. Yeah, I'm excited. Should be, should be fun, should be great. Yeah. So I, I think the books that I chose were the ones that we kind of dissected the least in school and that's why I enjoyed reading them. So. Yeah, for elementary and middle school, I mean, these were books, yeah, I, I was not forced to read because I don't think we had to do any sort of stuff like that. And Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like I didn't have to like, I wasn't forced to read anything. Weird. Yeah, it was high school. I was some, I, we had something, I remember probably like starting in third grade having to not necessarily like write big book reports, but like reading books together as a class talking about them. Yeah, if we did, I don't remember. I remember like taking home these like weird, like learning type books, but like not like anything like that. Like in elementary school, I remember having like this like IR program um, where we got to read on our own, but um, you would you would take like a 10 question multiple choice on the computer and you'd have to have so many IR points every month. And yeah, they um I think they still have that. I know like my brothers and sisters have had something to do. Yeah. Similar to that, but I like no AR or IR or something like that. I think it was AR. I think it's what my I don't remember. I don't know. But um no, we had like like you were encouraged to read on your own like we had like you know book it yeah. The teacher was like Pizza Hut, and if you read so many books, you got like free pizza or something. But um, yeah. we didn't have anything like really separate. Yeah, right. and then that's when, like, I learned early on because again, you had to have so many points. Obviously, the bigger books were worth more points, so I started mm-hmm. reading like Mary Higgins Clark at a very young age. Don't know if that was smart, but it got me like fifteen points. And I think we needed like 18 or 20 in a month. So I was already like more than halfway there. Halfway there. Yeah. yeah. I remember we had like um like a reading challenge every year in middle school of like every time you read a book on your own, you got to put like, like a little sticker on your by your name or something like that. I don't remember exactly what the whole setup was. Yeah. And uh this girl was grounded that month, so she just had, she had, like, 50 book stickers, because <laughs> she was like, I can't do anything but read. <laughs> uh, now, like, that's something that you want. You want to be grounded so you can have all the time in the world to read. Yeah. Um, I feel like, because, like, in high school, obviously, there was more required reading. There was more dissecting of the books and stuff, and so I definitely didn't enjoy um, reading in high school as much, um, just because I had to... I couldn't enjoy a book. I had to like learn about it and talk about it and discuss it. Um, but I sometimes feel with Oprah's book club, it's something similar just because we haven't read good books, you know? Um, yeah. So I feel like it's almost like that. Like a chore. Yes. Um, I feel like, like when we, if we do Reese's book club, I feel like it won't be such a chore. But yeah maybe we'll see maybe the ones that we know about are just like really good books and then the other ones are duds and that's why like people don't really talk about them at all 
Yeah. But, um... Yeah. So. But, yeah. I'm making my way through part five of Anna and still reading Red Queen. Nice. I took a break from uh, Anna and started reading The Last Apothecary by Sarah Perrin. I already forgot her last name. I think that was like a book of the month pick. Like a, Sarah a few Penner. months ago. Yeah, a few months ago. Well, it was on sale on Kindle. Yeah, like I saw it. Yeah, I saw it on like, um, I've seen it on Instagram a lot. I have no it's idea what very, it's about, though. It's a very pretty cover. Yes. The um, pretty. Uh, so, so far, what I've gathered is that it kind of goes back and forth in time between, like, 1790-ish, 1791, I think, is the exact year. Uh, this woman who runs an apothecary that specializes in poisons specifically made for women trying to kill, like, their abusive partner um their cheating partner and stuff so she's kind of running this like her mother ran ran the apothecary before her but was very much so like this will you know this will help your your cramps from your period like she was much more like light and positive and they keep alluding i'm not that far into it but she keeps alluding to this guy that broke her heart so she kind of steered it more towards a darker side and then it flashes to present day of this woman in london on her own because her husband admitted to having an affair and mm-hmm. so she was they were supposed to take this big trip together and she's there by herself and i think slowly their their storylines kind of start to enter in oh, nice. so yeah no i think that one that one um when you told me you got it i knew exactly what book it was like the cover stuck out to me mm-hmm. yeah and I am having like a mini-ish panic attack because, you know, I gave myself a goal of 30 books for this year. Mm-hmm. And I've read 15. I'm obviously reading books 16 and 17 at the moment. I feel like I can finish Red Queen before August is over. It's a pretty fast read. Um, but we also did like, you know, I did my top 10 books I want to read before the end of the year. And I haven't read any of those yet. Um <laughs> So I'll have, obviously, 13. I still have to read 13 more books. Um, I'm assuming two of them are going to be, at least two of them, maybe three of them, depending on our schedule, are going to be part of Oprah's book club. Um, Yes. I think our next one's pretty short as well, so it should be quick. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, I was like, before we started recording, I was just trying to think of, like, I just need to write down, like, the 13 more books that I want to read and not pick any more books up (laughs) like i shouldn't like i shouldn't have read red queen (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's good but i'm like i don't think that i'll get to all 10 of the books that i had put on my list hey it's a goal yeah we'll see we'll see if i get there but yeah Okay. Do you want to go from elementary up to college or the other way? Let's start with elementary. Okay. So, all right. Well, I actually remember two very distinct books that stuck out, but I chose this other one over. The other one was Charlotte's Web. And I remember doing that and uh, 
you know, it was very much so like in elementary school, you read the book, there's usually a movie associated with it. You watch the movie, you talk about the differences, some of the, like, you know, the, the themes, the lighter themes, uh, maybe like a small coloring project to go with it. No serious papers, but uh, the one I chose is Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim by Robert C. O'Brien. And that was made into a movie just called The Secret of Nim. Basically, it's about um, this farm and the very specifically like the rats and the field mice that live there. And Mrs. Frisbee, her her son becomes sick with pneumonia and they live in this like cute little underground, you know, little mice hole. Um, and she finds out that the farmer is going to start tilling over the land. And so she needs to get her kids out to save them. And she recruits the, the, the rats that live nearby who were um, animal subjects for the, I think it was the National Institute of like mental health or something like that, but that's what NIM is. Um, and so they've like kind of developed these like superior thinking powers and strength and they help rescue her and her family. And it's very, it's, it's like kind of a darker book. So it's a little bit surprising when you realize it's a kid's book, but I'm not really enjoying it. Yeah. I've never heard of it. So I had no idea. Oh, really? Uh-uh. The movie, I think the movie was made in the 80s, and it's okay. very much so, like, you watch it and you're like, yeah, this is this is definitely, like, an 80s, 90s kids movie. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> so. Well, um, one of the books that I remember reading in elementary school, again, this was not, like, required reading or anything, these are just books I read, um, was Sideways Stories from Wayside School. Yeah, it's like, but it's a series like the Wayside School series, and it's by Lewis. I'm guessing Satcher. I think it's Satcher. Yeah, Satcher. Yes. Um, and I just remembered being like, this is the kind of school I want to go to, <laughs> like all the different floors and stuff. Um, so that was one of my favorite books when um. I was in elementary, and I think, like, the chapters are based on, like, the floor, mm -hmm. like, the level of the um, the school that they were in, like, chapter 13 was, like, floor four, 13 or whatever. I remember one of the stories is about this kid who comes in, and he's like, my dad said I can get a tattoo, and everyone's like, what are you gonna get? You should get, like, this big eagle, or you should get this, you should get this, and he couldn't decide, and he came in, and he got a little potato tattooed on his <laughs> Those are good. Those are good. Yeah, those are like fun elementary sort like school yeah. stories you could use to get a kid into reading. I think. Yeah. They're yeah, kind of goofy. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying them for uh, like my nephew because I think he's started third grade. Oh wow! And so I feel like this would be the perfect like. Yeah, that's a good name. Mm -hmm. For that, good so. One. Also, like, the first book was written in 1978. Dang. Yeah, I had no idea. So Can you imagine, like, when we were, like, in, like, you know, elementary school, that book was only, like, 20 years old. <laughs> and now 20 years ago is, like, early 2000s. Yeah. I still think 10 years ago is the 90s, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, same. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, yeah. So that was my book that I enjoyed in, in elementary. Nice. That's a good choice. Those are good books. Yeah. I think those were ones that I had read, like, for, like, the, the book it thing, where you got, like, free pizza or free prize or something. Because it's yeah. so easy to read. And also, can we talk about how much fun, like, the book fair always was? <gasps> I loved the book fair. I would save up a bunch of, like, coins that I had and then try to, like, you know. Yeah. Have all these pennies. And the woman, was the poor woman behind the thing running, it was probably just like, oh, my God. Like, helping me count out coins to pay for a book. Like, What's weird is there's two things I specifically remember ordering from the book fair that were not books. One of them was... Um, the Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, sleepover movie, because I was having a sleepover, like, for my, like, 11th, 12th, or 13th birthday, I don't remember which one was specifically for the sleepover, but I had to get that Mary-Kate and Ashley movie that was sleepover. Yes. And then the other thing I specifically remember is a Christy Yamaguchi poster. (laughs) Like, those are two things I specifically remember getting. I remember getting, like, a bookmark. It was, like, one of the ones that... Oh, yeah. It was the bookmark, and they all had the tassels attached to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think the one I got had either, like, I think it got a pack of them, and it had, like, puppies and kittens and, like, little piglets. It was all, like, weird animal themes. But they, like, get destroyed, you know, 30 seconds of using them because they were, like, the yeah. thinnest papers. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I want to go to a book fair. I want a book fair for adults. Yes. Just like not your stereotypical bookstore. Yes. I want yes. the I want the fanfare. <laughs> yeah. Not Barnes and Noble. I want Barnes an actual book fair. I want an actual book fair. Well, I guess the um Texas, I think it's the Texas Book Fair or something like that. The Texas book I can't remember the exact name of it. Um I guess that's on for this year. Oh in nice. October. So, but, yeah, all right. Um, my middle school pick, uh, was The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton. That's a good one. I think I read that in, I think I read that in high school, though. We, yeah, that was our seventh grade book. I, like, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I don't remember any of the books we read in sixth grade. And I remembered a few that we read in seventh. Uh, but not liking them as much as I liked The Outsiders. And the only book I could remember reading in eighth grade was Treasure Island. <laughs> and I don't remember having any positive or negative like feelings <laughs> associated with that book, except we got to watch the movie version with the Muppets. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. But I remember, nice. like, um, there, was, there was one book we read in seventh grade, and I really... It's called like like jumping the key or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I had I was enjoying the book, and so I had just like read it and finished it before we had gotten there in class. And then my teacher was like, "What do you guys think the ending's gonna be like?" And so I just said the ending as my guess. And she was like, "Oh, that's so insightful." And I was like, but yeah, that was kind of a weird book to read in seventh grade because the ending, this is not The Outsiders. Again, I don't remember the title of this book. Yeah. 
um i'd have to google but like the ending of the book left it like was the girl murdered did she commit suicide like it was just like this weird yeah kind of a dark ending for you know a bunch of like 12 year olds but no the outsiders i think was like kind of one of the big first like big girl books yeah that I, think I read where it was a little bit more like I guess like leaning towards like literature instead of kind of what I have been reading up to that point was just more like stuff that you don't have to put a lot of thought into. Yeah. So, and it had one of the best movie adaptations. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yes. Um, so I don't know if I read this in middle school. I don't think I read it in elementary. If I did, it might've been fifth grade, but it's Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. I have never read that book. <gasps> My mom made me read this book. Did she really? Yeah. Um, so, um, it's about Margaret, who's an 11 or 12 year old, like, or she's going on 12, and she moved, um, so she has to have a whole new group of friends, and she needs somebody to talk to, and so she starts, like, talking to God and so she's kind of like a girl just growing up um I always liked Judy Bloom and um Beverly Cleary like they yeah. were two of my favorites but again like those years right there I can't remember if it was middle school or elementary that I read them but I think I remember, it, could go, it could go either way I remember reading a lot of Judy Bloom and Beverly Cleary as well yeah. And I read, like, the Babysitter's Club. Yes. I remember one Babysitter's Club episode, or not episode, because I watched the series, too, where, like, was it Claudia had diabetes? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the One character. of them had diabetes, and I remember them having, like, a really bad, like, like either their sugar got too high or too low, and it was mm-hmm. like, dun-dun-dun. Yeah. And then I also read, like, Babysitter Club's Juniors, which was about all of their, like, younger siblings. Oh, I did not even know they had that. Yeah, there was uh, the one that sticks out is like the one girl like broke her leg or her arm roller skating or something. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so funny. So yeah, that is my middle school slash maybe late elementary. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, high school, like you said, is kind of where you started to get a little bit more. Yeah, like you had like actual papers and analysis do um mm-hmm. so I actually I actually read a lot of good books in high school I had a hard time choosing because my freshman year so I was like 14 going on 15 was we read um uh To Kill a Mockingbird which is one of my favorite books of all time yeah. and it was one of the few books where I had read it before that and then rereading it and kind of dissecting it in class didn't ruin the book for me yeah, I, I I think I read that one freshman year as well. So that one, I read um, Jurassic Park. Oh, we did not read really that. Cool. Yeah, I read sophomore year. I got to read uh, The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm, I read that. Junior year, I read 1984, um, but my, my English class that year was more settled on, like, it was, it was the AP US or AP English language, so it was more about nonfiction stuff. So we read a lot of like news articles and um, not a lot of books. 
but then my senior year the one book that I really really liked was The Things They Carried by Tim O'Brien which is about to be an more. I did not read that you should it's fantastic okay yeah and if, if I remember correctly it's kind of it's a little bit shorter yeah um, but yeah it's a uh, Tim O'Brien himself if I'm remembering correctly he was he was drafted and he went to the Vietnam War so it's kind of like his like his story of being there um but it's told very like very much so in like your typical like fictional literature thing so it's it's easy to read but it's like very profound and yeah one of the best like again one of the best books I've read I think and again like breaking it down didn't ruin the story um so I I also read To Kill a Mockingbird. I have The Great Gatsby as well. I think are two great books. But one book that always sticks out to me that I remember, and again, it's also a short book, is Of Mice of Men by John Steinbeck. And that's another one I haven't read. You keep telling me to read it. Oh, yes. And the movie is great. Yes. The movie is so good. Gary Sinise. Yeah, I don't know if you can see. This is a pretty old, like, looking cover. That is straight from the 70s. Right, like, look <laughs> Yeah, so. You'll definitely yeah. have to post that one. Yeah, that, I know. This one's a good one to post. Um, but travel, I'll just read the synopsis real quick. Um, traveling across America in search of who you are. Now they do it on cycles and cars by bus and or in time-honored tradition of foot and thumb. Maybe this is not what it's about. Basically, uh, like, yeah, they, like, they go to a farm and Lenny's uh-huh. got some uh, mental and developmental disabilities. Yeah. Um, and then George is his friend. Um, and he has to make a semi-rough decision. A very rough decision. I remember <laughs> because my teacher, my, my teacher in high school who was supposed to teach us Steinbeck she she did not like John Steinbeck she was like I don't want to teach Grace of Wrath I don't want to teach of mice and men like she yeah. like she had other things that she enjoyed teaching over it which you know, fair enough yeah um, so she showed us of mice and men for our Steinbeck unit that we were supposed to do <laughs> when that the net ending happened and then the credits roll she turned the lights on and everybody was just like, yeah, like, like what are you showing us yeah, um, it's a short book. I think it's less than 100 pages. Oh, maybe not. It is 118. It's too many. It's too many. I like You're not allowed to say that since we're... Three pages long. You're not allowed to say that when we're reading Anna Karenina. <laughs> <sighs> it's too much. Just too much. Um, so, yeah, that was my favorite book in high school. Nice. We, we also read a Shakespeare every year. And one of them I remember, so we read The Taming of the Shrew. And so then we convinced my teacher to watch um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Nice. Because it's like loosely based off of it. And when she started, she like saw like that it was mildly inappropriate, but we were like, no, we've all seen it. So you might as well just keep playing it. <laughs> We convinced a German teacher substitute to play Euro Trip, and <laughs> that lasted approximately less than one class. 
Oh my gosh. We were like, no, it's great. It's about people backpacking through Europe. There's a whole scene where they go to Germany. Um, oh God. Yeah, it was like within the first 20 minutes. She was just like, you guys. That's like, <laughs> put me alive. <laughs> oh, so uh, good. We read in similarly in ninth grade. The, the Shakespeare that was supposed to be covered was Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And my teacher was just like, I hate teaching Shakespeare. I hate Romeo and Juliet. So we read Romeo and Julio, <laughs> which was spinoff book. Um, yeah, it was not great. All of us were kind of like, hey, we already know how the story ends. Yeah. <laughs> we already know what happened. Um, but then we did, we did Hamlet my senior year. And I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, we did Hamlet, The Taming of the Shrew, Romeo and Juliet, Othello? Is that by Shakespeare? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that one. Yeah, we did did Hamlet was the big one, and then we did some, like, sonnets and other stuff. Yeah. Um, that, That class, we had a student teacher come in, and he wasn't a big fan of Shakespeare, which was frustrating because it was an AP lit class and it was like some big Shakespearean anniversary that year. And, you know, AP classes and exams are big on covering anniversary of things. And he just like blew through the unit. And so when we got to the actual exam and there was a whole thing on Shakespeare, we were like, oh, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, guy. Like, let me write about fences. Yeah. Not like that play. But, um, I enjoyed Hamlet. Yeah, I liked Hamlet a lot. So. Yeah, I just remember with Taming of the Shrew, we got to watch 10 Things I Hate About You. Nice. (laughs) So good. Okay, on to college. College, college, college. Um, College, I had one literature course that I was required to take. And I wanted to take the one that was about zombies (laughs) <laughs> and then I wanted to take the one that was about Lord of the Rings, and I could take neither because they were not in the honors program, and I was one of the honor kids, so I had to take, like, the special honors courses version of, course. of these things. Of course. And so mine was about ecofeminism, <laughs> which, in a nutshell, boils down to, my God, I wrote feminism and femininity so many times in that class, like, it doesn't even look like a real word anymore. Like it just looks like I got to the point where I was like, "Am I putting too many M's and I's and N's?" Like I'm like, "I don't like I didn't know where to stop." But we read four books. Two I really, really loved. Two I really despised. And the one that I actually ended up liking the most the most is Oryx and Crake by Margaret Atwood, who's more well known as having written *Handmaid's Tale*. Yeah, but it's set like. It kind of follows these three main characters and they're like the slow decline of earth and humanity through global warming and climate crisis. Um, And it was actually a very interesting story and tale and characters. And there's, I think she wrote a sequel or maybe two, like it's part of a trilogy. I'm not quite sure. I never read the other ones because, yeah. to be perfectly honest, that's the only Margaret Atwood book that I've enjoyed reading. So I'm not really, I don't want to continue on the story of something that I really liked and yeah. knowing that 
probably not going to enjoy the other two. So, or other one, I don't know how many there, but. Well, I did not read, I did not have required reading in college. Like, I think I took one literature type, like English course, and it was like based more like on films. Like we'd have to watch like older films and do like stuff like that. Cause again, um, like I also took AP courses, so there was some things I could skip. Um, so I don't remember reading anything like required or anything, but what I do remember vividly reading in college that I remember like reading on like the bench waiting for like the bus or whatever, um, was the night stalker by Philip Carlo, which is about Richard Ramirez. He had weird teeth. Mm -hmm. I don't like to knock people's pieces, but man, he had some creepy teeth. Yeah. So, um, I remember reading that. I don't remember if it was freshman or sophomore year that I read it. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, it kind of got me back into like reading true crime books and enjoying reading again or whatever. Um, Cause like high school kind of knocks you down for a little bit with reading sometimes. See, I felt that way about college. Um, like I, I, like you, I took AP courses, but they, they only counted for like the intro courses and I still was required to take like another step up. And yeah. so that's why I had to take that other uh, course. But that's how I felt throughout college was I was like, I don't, between like philosophy, the, like all these other like gen eds I had to take, I was like, I don't have time to read. I did read Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, I don't think I read like a whole lot in college. Um, but that kind of just got me back into into it. Yeah. Um, I will say I did during like my another English class, I had to take the final paper. We had to, I don't remember what it had to be on. I don't remember what it was. But um, I got to read Helter Skelter, and I did a paper on Charles Manson. Oh, nice. Um, I did, I just remember, though, I was in a history class, and we had to read a book. And I read one on the JFK assassination, like oh, really? the conspiracy. Now I can't think of what it is. I have it on a bookshelf. Um, I can't think about what the book was, but... Um, I did have to read that in history and write a paper on that. I do remember reading that in college. Um, I felt like in history class, I read more books than like an English course. I didn't have to take a history class. That's the yeah. one thing I didn't have to take in college. But like after reading The Night Stalker, when I was in my forensic psychology class, we could write, we could do um, a paper and a presentation on any topic that we wanted it had to be like a 10 minute presentation and then however long the paper had to be so I decided to do like um like what what the stereotype serial killers are and if serial killers actually fit that mold mm -hmm. um so that was actually one of my favorite like papers and presentations I've ever done like for someone that didn't like talking in front of people I was like I'll talk about serial killers all day you weirdo <laughs> <I know. laughs> it was great but yeah so that's kind of what I remember from college but I think yeah. uh grad school you and I managed to read enough books outside of that 
yeah where there's that it's difficult to pinpoint exactly what we read i do remember that's when i read a uh, red dragon oh nice yeah it was terrified <laughs> yeah that one's a pretty scary book see i bought silence of the lambs i just don't think i'm gonna get to it in 2021 there's just no, too many books okay. there's too there's many books so it's too many yeah um yeah and it's crazy is like i've got a couple on my a lot not just a couple on my shelf that are hmm, to be read to be probably about half uh, to be read um because i ended up like when we moved a couple months ago i purged through all my books and was just looking at books like i'm never gonna like i have to be honest with myself i'm never gonna read this book yeah um because there were some books that i had where it was like i bought because there was like some sort of 100 book challenge like 100 books you should everybody should read before yeah, they yeah. die and so i had gotten a bunch because there's a bunch of like classics or books i found for cheap and then abandon the challenge because I was like I need to be honest with myself I'm not going to read some of these books yeah and some of these books I have read and haven't enjoyed and don't think they're a book that people need to read before they die so I purged a bunch of books and um but because of that I haven't like there haven't been a lot of books on my shelf that have been like read me like screaming for that (laughs) so I uh I have my my wish list book or my book wish list going on right now so yeah um, we'll see usually usually for me like october like spooky seasons where things kind of pick up for me because i tend to whip through a lot of more of your traditional thriller and horror books quickly so yeah we'll see well, yeah i feel like in a few a few weeks we'll do our fall tbr which will be fun yeah i had a little bit of a summer slump but i'm hoping the fall comes back yeah, I was doing great in the summer, and Anna, she kind of, she's like, you got to read me. Yeah, she, like, put me on a stop. <laughs> so I'm well, hoping to get back into the swing of things as well. Plus, I think, too, with, like, change, you know, as minute as our changes and whether are going to be down here in the hotlands. Um, yeah. Changes in, in season and stuff kind of brings a new renewed energy to what you read and different kinds of books and yeah. how you read because it gets darker earlier. So it's it's easier to like curl up with a book and yeah, more cozy. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So hopefully I can again finish Red Queen um, this week. Um, obviously, I'm pacing myself with Anna, so Anna's going to be finished. I think parts seven and eight will be discussed in September, like at the beginning of September. So um, I think, obviously, I'll be pacing myself for that. But I do have, like, my next book ready to go, which is Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. Oh, so I'm hoping that as soon as I'm done with the Red, Red Queen, I can jump into that. Yeah. And then I am going to um, work on The Last Apothecary and kind of intersperse some of uh, AK throughout that. Yeah. Well, I like that. Let's just call her that AK. It's easier. Yeah, I like that. I didn't have to read AK. Today was a good day. 
<laughs> I did read her today. <laughs> I I like I in my mind I was like, okay, like 30 minutes during the day, you're gonna read a different book, and then 30 minutes before you go to sleep, you'll read you'll read AK, read some Anna. And I tried to read some Anna right before bed, and I was just like, oh, I'm burnt. I gotta need a break. No, you can't do that because I'm the same way. I'm like, so obviously I'm reading both books at the same time, but I'm like, if I read AK during lunch, like during at work, like I feel like I'm, it's a task. I'm getting it done. And then when I go to bed, I can enjoy (laughs) Red Queen because AK could put you to sleep. It did. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I got like two pages in and then just closed it and went back to sleep. Yeah. So that's what I've learned is the book that I am reading for our Oprah's book club, I read during lunch and then um, I'll read Red Queen before bed. Because it's a little more like I can be, I'm more willing to finish a chapter and not just fall asleep that so yeah it's kind of like the thing with reading in school like it doesn't feel like a chore yeah like you can like you're okay with just being like oh I'll leave off here I I don't have no pressure keep reading yeah and I feel like again I don't want us to think that reading celebrity book clubs like is a chore but just for right now we're batting O for two yeah so I think that's why we are being so resistant to AK at the moment. I will say, like, I am, I think I said this last time in our parts three and four recap, like, I'm still enjoying it. It's just a thicker, denser book, and I have to dedicate more brain power to it. And yes. right before bed, when it's your brain not- is shot, that's not the time to do it. No, I agree. Yeah, you definitely have to put more thought into this book. Yes. So. And I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with books that make me think or, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The gears in my head move a little bit. But, um, you know, when I'm worn out from the rest of the day shenanigans, <laughs> I just want to read, I want to read about an apothecary that <laughs> kills men. <laughs> <That's what's laughs> I want to read about women killing abusive husbands. <laughs> That's what I want to read. <laughs> I just want to read about fictional murder. <laughs> uh, pretty covers. I'm going to say, I'm going to throw this out here again. Um, Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Yeah, I'm pointing. You see me? You, okay. you don't see me. Only Tiffany sees me. <laughs> um, Sylvia Moreno Garcia, who wrote Mexican Gothic, and we talked about having some of the prettiest covers. Yeah. And I talked about, um, I think it's called the, the, the Gods of Jade and Shadow or Shadows. One of her other ones, I was like, it's got a beautiful cover, too. I think she's got some of the prettiest covers in the book industry. (laughs) Because I saw another one. I can't remember the title. But it was, like, a close-up of this woman with, like, beautiful flying. Like, it was just, like, everything about it was so pretty. And I was just like, why are her covers so pretty? I want to read more. It makes me want to read more of her books, even though Mexican Gothic, I was kind of like, eh, about... But see, that's what she does. That's why she does that. Because it says, don't judge a book by its cover. I do. But when you see a book that's beautiful, you're more likely to grab it and at least read what the back of it, what it's about. Yeah. And like all of her, all of her stories, 
or like all of the summaries sound like something I want to read. Mm-hmm. Like the the one that I'm talking about, there's like it's all in like like brown tones, kind of like smoky looking, and um, woman's got like big sunglasses, she's smoking a cigarette. Like it's it sounds weird, but it looks so pretty, <laughs> and it's something like um, there's this like this woman who's like protesting in 1970s Mexico and she goes missing and this other girl has to go find her but there's a shadow organization after her and I'm like oh my god I want to read this (laughs) I just I like being in proximity to people who are beautiful and that's the woman on this cover oh that's funny that's great so yeah well if you are going back to school Good luck. Enjoy your year. Um, if you have kids that are in school, also good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know with COVID still, it's hard because um, I think most schools are opening back up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, enjoy your school year. We're only yeah. like four months away from Christmas. Dude. At first, I was like, I can't believe 2021's, like, over, halfway over. And then I looked, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's the end of August. Like, where did August go? Yeah. I I just remember how slow 2020 went. And, like, 2021's doing, like, double time. Yeah. 2020 was wild because, like, you know, basically beginning of 2020, I had a newborn, things were normal. And then as soon as I got off maternity leave and went back to work was when everything shut down. Mm -hmm. So I was doing two days working at home, two days in the lab, the rest of the time at home. So like, it just like, it was, it was a weird year. It was a wild year. Yeah. And it went so slow. It dragged. It, like, in, in the time, it felt like it was dragging, and then looking back, it seems like it went by quickly, but I don't, but it's just, it was a weird, it was yeah. wild. It was, like, a time suck. Yeah, like, 2021, I can't, I can't believe we're almost in September. It's all spooky time. Yay! Our favorite time. Yep. I'm gonna bust out my decorations. I know. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, but, um... Let us know what some of your favorite books you read in school or didn't read in school. Let us know the books you hated you read in school. One of the one of the worst books I've ever read was written in, or read in school. So what was uh, it? Uh, A Prayer for Owen Meany by John Irving. I hated it. To me, I hated it. <laughs> I will say it was not as bad as Bad Girls Don't Die, which I hated. But I did not like this book. And I was very upset because I wanted to read Fight Club and I got put in a peripheral and me. And I was like, you know why we had to make up this group? It's because nobody wanted to read this book because it's dumb. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so um, you can follow us on Instagram at Reading with Celebs or on Twitter at Reading W Celebs. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, go give us likes, follow, subscribe, all the things. Yeah. There's a, we're always trying to come up with fun new posts and ideas. So if you have any, feel free to tag us. We could do, we should, we have, we still haven't done like a bookshelf tour. We should probably do that. Yeah. A bookshelfy. Kind of see what's on each other's mm-hmm. TBRs. So many TBRs. Um, 
But yeah, so. All right, happy reading. Bye guys. Bye.